Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Insider's Edge podcast here on the WCWA Network. I'm your host with the most on the West Coast, California Inferior. It's a joy to be with you all once again. And speaking of a joy, right here, right now, I get to talk to one of the gorgeous ladies of wrestling. And, and you know, they say gorgeous ladies of wrestling, but... I didn't realize it meant this gorgeous because right here, right now, I'm talking to the one, the only, the incomparable Hollywood. How are you? I am very well. Thank you so much. That is a, a lovely introduction this morning. I love that. Thank you. You're very welcome. And like another thing that I want to say just to continue my flirting is, uh, you know, I, I thought... Yeah. By meeting you here, right here, right now, that I died a god to heaven. I thought it was gorgeous ladies of wrestling, not gorgeous angels of wrestling. <laughs> oh, I mean, my word. Look at that oh, head of hair. Oh, thank you. You got me in the morning. I I, uh, I got ready for you today. So thank you kindly. And I did bring my coffee as well. You're going to bed and I'm uh, waking up. <laughs> <laughs> That's generally how it works, being from the other side of the planet. But Hollywood, thank you so much for being on the show with me. Before you were in GLOW, first question, were you a wrestling fan before you joined the Gorgeous Ladies of Wrestling? Such a great, great question. And I would be lying to you if I said yes, I was. But I was not a huge fan. And back then, I mean, what was there to look? at gorgeous george and a bunch of men i know my grandfather watched it but i did not watch it i wasn't a fan but of course i became a fan quickly <laughs> you have to once yeah. i be yeah once i became a wrestler yes of course yeah <laughs> and you're tremendous at that that's for sure uh another question um so i'm sure you've been asked this many times but how did you find out about glow because because I've had Roxy on the show. I've had uh, Sunny, the California girl on the show. Uh, but they were only there like after the first season. I believe you were there from start to finish from my, my research. Yeah. Um, yeah but no, you are cor you're I'm correct. correct. All right. I'm doing good so yeah, far. You are, you are correct. And I did the pilot. They needed 12 girls for the pilot. So no one heard of GLOW. There was no such thing as GLOW. Uh, when the other girls had come on, GLOW was already on television. So they were fans right away of the show. Um, for me... I had no idea. We didn't know what it was called. It was an audition. I went down to the audition. They needed 12, originally they wanted 12 girls for a pilot. Uh, fast forward, I was one of the 12 that they picked. So I was one of the first original Glow Girls. I did the pilot. And then from there, I stayed on to do season one, two, three, and four. So I got to see a lot of women come and go. Um, uh, and, and, you know, it it was um, a time when there really wasn't women wrestlers on television, if you think about that. So I think we broke the uh, the glass ceiling, as they say, um, for having an all women show on television, especially at that time. Definitely, definitely. And, and one thing I want to ask you about as well is, you know, you do this audition, you start doing this show. 
Uh, obviously, there's a portion of time where they have to think of characters for each person. How was the oh, Hollywood yeah. character thought up? I love that question. So <clears throat> when they uh, were auditioning women, they had 12 slots and they already had names for every character. So they were looking for women to fill those spots. And I'm thinking, oh, gosh, please give me Hollywood or Vine or give me Tina or Ashley, because those are the only ones that I'm going to think that I could fit that bill. And when they said you're Hollywood, I'm like, yes. I'm like, what a perfect being originally from Southern California. So I could definitely uh, get with that character Hollywood easily. I mean, I lived 10 minutes over the hill from Hollywood. I uh, grew up in Burbank, California. So when they said you're going to be Hollywood, I go, this is going to be right up my alley. I can vibe with her real well. Excellent. You, you're wearing yeah. the kiss shirt, so I'm, I'm wondering: were you right. were, were you into the hair metal, the glam metal? Is because I feel like like you look like you could have been uh, just judging from the the videos I'd seen. You could have been in like a White Snake <laughs> music video or a Motley Crue music video. Uh, right, right. What have should have could have right. But we were young, and during that '80s time, um, I was living in Las Vegas, so. Um, but growing up, late 70s, KISS, all the boys in, my, in seventh grade had these KISS shirts and KISS hats and KISS belts. I'm like, oh, my God, I got to listen to KISS. So in seventh grade, I bought uh, KISS Alive 2, and I knew every song and every lyric on that particular album. And then I got into Aerosmith, and you're wearing an Aerosmith shirt, and Black Sabbath, um, uh, Boston, and, and different uh, Van Halen. Oh my gosh, I'm a huge Van Halen fan. I just. Wish I would have been old enough so that I could have gone to their, would went hand in hand. So going back to, to the wrestling. Um, yeah, uh, uh, Motley Crue videos. That is kind of where I got, and Scorpion, Scorpion uh, the Scorpion videos is where I kind of got what the wardrobe should be for our characters. So if you look, I'm not wearing the same outfit over and over. I switch it up. So I would go into Hollywood and I'd get us the animal print. I love animal print. So I would get Janet, you know, a slice leopard one piece and I'd get a zebra one piece. So there are different times where you see us wearing different costumes. I didn't even ask wardrobe if it was okay to wear these outfits. I just put them on. And then of course, looking at some of the videos, we wanted to be like the video vixen. So we got a corset that we're wearing and gloves, crimping our hair. So I kind of made Hollywood and Vine more rock and roll, at least for my character, a little bit more rock and roll. Just I, because that was my thing. That's what I liked. Very cool. I dig it. I dig it. Um, yeah, so right. uh, that, that, that original crew of ladies, uh, who, who out of that original crew of ladies did you make friends with first and, and gravitate towards? So the first girl that I really loved was a California girl um, who only stayed into it. Her name, oh, I can't even think of her first name right now. Long, long blonde hair. Uh, and she was our first California doll. And I loved her and then she went away. And then we had uh, Matilda the Hun. What's not to like about beautiful Matilda the Hun? The cool thing about it was me and Vine were her seconds. So when Matilda came out, 
who came out with her, Hollywood and Vine, which gave us more airtime, by the way. Um, and she was a hoot to work with because she knew so much. Um, so I gravitated more to the bad girl since I'm a heel. So hanging out with the bad girls was, was great. Uh, Tammy Jones was fun. And I got to tell you, in the beginning, they picked four of us to to sell, to pitch our show because we did the pilot first. So so there was four of us, Tammy Jones, myself, Americana, who I loved, even though she was a good girl, Americana and Matilda the Hunt. So us four went to New Orleans and we went with David McLean and our director, Matt Simber, and we pitched the show and we sold it. So I quit my regular job which was in the medical profession um, and went to live in Vegas in April of 1986 and continued to do all four seasons of glow. Unbelievable. This is like, I, I wish I could just talk to you for 10 hours. Cause I'm sure there's so much that we could talk about. Um, we'll come uh, back. We'll just have to come back. We'll do a part two one day. Uh, your first match, Perfect. the choreography that goes into it. Please tell me about like the first outing and 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 what went into that. that for for somebody right. just starting out, that must be quite quite the experience. Well, well, back then it was called kayfabe, so they didn't want you to talk about anything. But you know, we wrote down all of our scripts, so everything that we did from the beginning to the middle to the end, we had to write down. Of course, that's going to cut down on your injury. So the first match, that infamous match, is against Tina and Ashley. And those beautiful girls were so talented. They were cheerleaders. They had been in front of a live audience. And so they were very comfortable, I thought, with an audience and comfortable with cameras, which Vine and I were not. I was scared to death. Um, but the match went on well. And unfortunately, bad girls never won back then. So we're losing matches. and We're brats. And, but um, Mondo Guerrero was our trainer. He was a fantastic uh, trainer for us. So we were very lucky to have him. We, we uh, trained with uh, Mondo for two months, Monday, Wednesdays, and Friday nights. So I'd work during the day and learn how to wrestle at night. And we were just battered and bruised and you're using muscles that you're uh, not used to. But I was into it. I didn't give 100%, I gave 110% because I really wanted that gig and I really wanted our characters to shine as much as we had to lose. We were still winners in our, um, in our audience's eyes because when Vine and I lost, people were booing the, the good girls. They wanted us, you know, to dominate. So it was, it was a, a pretty fun time. And what's not to love about the '80s? Glow, hair metal, rock and roll, <laughs> Wonder Woman, and us. Absolutely, and and to be perfectly honest, I prefer bad girls, and I'm sure a lot of people out there prefer bad girls because they they're do. more fun. They they're do. more fun. I mean, let's be honest. They are more fun. <laughs> um, I wrestled. One of the girls, uh, the farmer's daughter, the girl that I was wrestling, um, who is no longer with us, uh, is Becky Mullen, who played Sally, the farmer's daughter. <gasps> they put her and I together, and those were the best matches because her and I, in real life, at the time, we went to the same high schools. So we are, are you know, trying each of us to win those matches, and they were real. 
when Sally threw me in somewhere, she threw me so hard. I just re pick her up and throw her back in as hard as I could step on her. But, you know, we knew the same people growing up. So at the same token, here I am going, I can't lose. I can't lose to this girl. And I did. Um, but they made for the best matches since we just, you know, acted like we hated each other. And probably there was this little animosity and a little jealousy here and there, but that made for the best matches. So anybody who's watching this and never heard of Glow, Gorgeous Ladies of Wrestling, the first Glow, not Netflix Glow, go back and watch the, the matches between myself and the farmer's daughter because you're going to get your money's worth. That, that was for sure. Yes, I just watched a match between you two about an hour and a half ago, and I, I can tell you that I vouch for that. Um. Yeah, our hair just, you know, no fear. Let me tell you something, because when you're 20s, how do you have fear? There is no fear. Um, now, that would have been, hey, if, if we would have had the Internet and advertising and all of that, wouldn't that have been cool? We would have been, you know, um, had no fear as our advertisement or someone backing us that would have been such a cool commercial no fear and then show a wrestling match <laughs> all of a sudden i'm thinking of these things now i don't know why i'm thinking of them now but uh wasn't thinking about that part of the business that's one thing that i've learned it would have been so cool to help direct the show as opposed to being uh, a talent but I wasn't thinking about that. I was thinking about talent, talent, talent. And, you know, as I got older, I thought, wow, behind the scenes is really cool too. So, you know, I had started my own company, Hollywood Productions, where I could produce it, where I could um, direct it and be in it all at the same time. It, it's, it, it's, it's a challenge, but it's a challenge that I love. So I still do that, obviously, today, which is pretty cool. I don't see any of the other ladies wrestling very much. I see them behind the scenes doing other work and different things that probably isn't as physical. You know, some people can do the physical uh, and some people can't. A lot of people got hurt. A lot of the ladies moved on, um, got married, had children, you know, and did their own thing. But I still continue to keep the glow name going from day one, doing the conventions, doing the signings, uh, comic books. I have two, actually I have three comics one many, many, many years ago by Pen and Ink, and then a brand new one um, that came out last year, um, which is pretty cool. Yeah, comics are great, by the way. <laughs> That's excellent they stuff. Just are. Yeah. <laughs> Very cool. Uh, so as you alluded to with uh, Sally, the farmer's daughter, and the physicality of the matches and all that, well, I, I was watching the footage earlier. I've seen a few, quite a few glow matches in my time, and it feels like the ring didn't have a lot of give. Uh, it looks very rough, but maybe, I don't know, that's just coming from my perspective. Were there a lot of moments where you got hurt in the ring? Never. I was one of the very few lucky ones that did not. I worked out a lot. I was in, for me, good shape. I, I, I probably was 115 pounds today. What am I, 123? Uh, so I've gained 10 pounds, but in uh, hopefully in the right places, right? But I was like Gumby out there. And, um, you know, the, the interesting thing that I wish I could have seen is the edited versions or the versions before they edit it, just to critique myself better, because we didn't get to see ourselves on television. I don't know if the other ladies told you, Matt would not have it 
on in in Nevada. So the TV show was not on in Nevada, um, but it would have been great if we could have critiqued ourselves a little bit more to see what we look like, to see how, you know, we're posted it like we're in a hold, um, just to make things 110% better. So, you know, to me, looking at yourself and critiquing is very important, but we didn't get to do that. Hey, we were just happy that we were on TV and that we were performing for our fans and we didn't know how popular we were because we didn't get fan mail. So we didn't know. I mean, we didn't know until we started doing some of the talk shows. Uh, and of course, being on tour uh, in Houston, Texas, we were, uh, we were very, very well received. We had, it was probably the most people that I've ever seen. And I heard someone say there's 30,000, we never had 30,000 people ever to watch us. Um, we might've had 5,000 people, which looked huge to us. And to see little kids holding signs, wearing the hair the same way you do, uh, the colors, that is like, you know you're doing your job and you're doing it well when you have little kids imitating what you look like. And that was the biggest high for me to see those smiles on their faces. Definitely. That would be amazing. Um, one yeah. thing that I also thought was amazing, which I watched earlier tonight, so I have to bring it up. Family Feud against WCW. Yes. Glow versus WCW. You were the team captain. Uh, yeah. Right? <laughs> I loved both episodes that I saw. Uh, please tell me about the experience. Uh, and to be perfectly honest, I'm just going to say, I, I feel like you and Sting were kind of flirting a little bit. Just oh, it's a bit of a feud, funny. but it felt like there was a bit of a flirting going on. You know, if I didn't have a boyfriend back then, we probably would have dated. I can guarantee you. I just <laughs> didn't take it to the next level. But we were flirting and we were the team captains and they put the best for the team captains. And I'm looking because uh, we had several. I did 10 different episodes. So we we uh, there was uh, the Candyman, Jim Ross, um, Tom Zank, Steiner brother. Yep. Animal was in one of them. Right. Um, wow. You know, we had. We had Mountain Fiji in some of them. Godiva, of course. Justice, Jackie Stallone. Sally, the farmer's daughter. Um, do I say Jim Ross? Yes. And Demand, Tom Zink. Lion, Brian Pillman. So we did several shows with all... I had to write those all down because I couldn't remember all of their names. Uh, what a fun show. And, of course, we <laughs> played for charity. So any money that we won or didn't win, you know, we didn't win a lot of money, but whatever we did went to a foundation and... You know, you do those things for those reasons alone. I wish they would have had, they could have put Glow or Glow Netflix on today with the celebrities on the family feud that they have coming out, you know, now. That would be kind of fun. Coming back. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I would love it. That would be really so cool. So if anyone's watching, if anyone's watching, have some Glow Netflix characters and some old wrestling, you know, old you know the vintage hollywood's coming back that would be fun <laughs> definitely it definitely would. Uh, like to be perfectly honest you were so feisty uh during the episodes that i saw uh, i already thought that you were attractive but the feistiness made you more attractive i just want to say that did it really about. didn't make it I, really I, I felt i felt so i felt so <laughs> you're very kind <laughs> uh, you're very kind Hi, my little kitty came to visit. Did you come to visit? Come here, say hello. Oh, Look please this say is. hello, please. This is Jaja. Oh, you got to be kidding Zha -Zha. me. Oh, I love her. Okay, baby. She <laughs> came to visit. Come here. 
She's beautiful. She's my Russian blue. Taja. Anyway, sorry about that. That's okay. I love cats, so uh, it's it's welcome anytime. But you you oh, mentioned. I, I, I'm yes. looking at your belt back there. That's very cool. I just see the belt in the back. That's my belt right there. Very nice. I love it. <laughs> and I, I wanted to thank you because you've done your due diligence and you are very good um, interviewing, knowing what we've done. So thank you for that. You're welcome. I did a podcast last night too. And I love when people come up with certain things that, you know, that they did watch or they did see this and they, so kudos to you. That was very, that's very cool. You're very welcome. And and you did mention Glow the TV show. So I've got to go there, ask the question. What did you think sure. of it? I know it wasn't like a blow for blow story of what actually happened. It was kind of like influenced by the original You're right. of wrestling. But what did you think so, of the show? I like the show. So for me, as soon as it came out, of course, everybody thinking are the Glow Girls from the 80s going to be in the show? It would be great to do a cameo. So that didn't happen. That's okay. I started watching it. And I thought anything that promotes the Glow brand is a winner. I, you know, a lot of girls will disagree because a lot of us disagreed about it. Some girls didn't understand that when you do a TV show, you have to add drama. Okay. You have to bring an audience back. So if you see Mark Maron do cocaine, oh, well, he did cocaine. Matt did not. He liked to gamble. That was his vice. It doesn't have to be verbatim. You know, it makes for a good show to bring back your uh, to bring back your audience for the next week and the week after that. So uh, I like the show. I thought in the third season it was a little different. I wanted to see more wrestling and it seemed like they were going through each other's, you know, their their individual lives. It started going down that road. Um, but it would have been nice if they could have uh, come back with a season four. But we all know that COVID, you know, closed a lot of things down. And um, that was one of them. So I was happy because it put the gorgeous ladies of Russing, uh, the original girls, back into your, you know, view. Uh, you will do the shows. And I have people asking me, oh, I really enjoy Glow Netflix. You did such a good job. And I'm like, I'm not on Glow Netflix. I, I'm one of the originals from the show 35 <laughs> years ago. So um, I guess that's a good thing, you know, thinking that I'm on the show. But I thought the actresses and the actors did such an amazing job. So thank you, Glow Netflix and Gingy Cohen for having that vision. She, you know, not really a vision, but going back in time and saying what happened to the gorgeous ladies of wrestling. We all know that they, I'm pointing over here because I have a poster that um, she got that when she watched that 2012 documentary that uh, Brad and uh, what are their names? Brad and Brett, <laughs> Brad and Brett did, um, you know, they wanted to know where everybody was at. So thank you guys for, for doing that for us. Very nice. Uh, I hate to skim through the glow experience too much, but one question I have for you is, is when glow was, when your original glow was, uh, uh, taken off the air and it was over how did that make you feel and what was the first like thought like what am I going to do now like I that's you, exactly you're used to being creative every week you're used to being creative you need to fill that void what are you going to do so much you just said exactly what I got that phone call and was like what now what am I going to do I mean that was exactly my thought so I started working for I mean that was sad 
because we didn't get to say goodbyes to any of the girls. It was kind of like when Vine left. Vine left in season three and Vine took off and I never heard from her. That's like, oh my gosh, you don't get to say goodbye to the girls that you've been working with for, for a while. What am I going to do now? Well, what do I do best? I have been wrestling four years, not two, but I have four years of wrestling. So what should I do? I should just go back, start my own company, work for some smaller companies, do some indie wrestling. And that is exactly what I did. Um, if I was smarter, Matt always said, the one thing that disappointed him is nobody became an actress. Now, if somebody would have been pushing the Glow Girls into roles and to doing other things, I think that would have been really good for a lot of the ladies who wanted to go. You know, some people need to push. I needed to push, but I will, do, I will tell you, I did not. I wanted to take a break from wrestling. It had been four years for me. I just wanted to be a 20-year-old. I wanted a boyfriend where I could go and hang out. I also wanted to go out to the clubs. I wanted to party. I wanted to be a regular 20-year-old. I did not want to be on the road. So that being said, there was an audition when WW and it was WWF had come to our city and I had broken my leg wrestling and I could not. I mean, I went to the audition and they were asking me so many questions. I'm like, oh my God, these guys like me. I cannot lie. I have to tell them I'm right in the middle of the book. And like, I could still walk on it, but I, it was so atrophied and I was limping. So I told them right away. And you know what, for me, that felt like, oh, oh this is good. I don't have to be on, a, on the road again. What if they, you know, what if they would have hired me? And, and what if I would have lied because I had this book and lay because I wanted it so bad? Well, obviously I didn't at that time want it so bad. I just wanted to hang and chill for a while. And then, like I said, I started my own company, Hollywood Productions, got my own cameraman, my own girls, and I am still doing that today. Um, that is my income. Uh, I also have a little tiny soap company. It's just a, uh, it, it's just my side gig. It's something that I do when I come off the road. You know, some people like to cook and some people like to read. And here's the creative part of me coming out, the soap. Oh my gosh, there's a soap right here. Look, there is a... And this is just, this is HollywoodBotanica.com. That's a peep soap. I love what I do. Here's tea tree, activated charcoal tea tree. They can just be very plain. I, I think I yeah, can smell it from here. Fantastic. Oh, yeah. We, we need to make one of those smells, uh, <laughs> podcasts and smell. I don't know. That sounds weird. Smell Maybe edition. we better not go there. <laughs> no. And you know what? Writing is a whole nother thing. I have a blurb on the back of my friend's book. His name is A.J. Devlin. This one is about, um, it, it, it's a, a crime thriller fiction. And these are rollerbladers, rollerbladers. Um, uh, what are they doing here? Yeah, I can't even talk right now. But anyway, I have a blurb on the back of his book. This is a great little true crime book. And you know what? Um, I've done quite a few things. I've written stuff in a horror movie. This is called My Favorite Horror Movie 2. They asked me, what's your favorite horror movie? Now, I'm totally, this is where we have to go part two. We have to go to the part two about the second part of Hollywood here because I love anything horror. And I had written a horror movie called Deathmatch at Diablo. I have a 78, an 84, no, 78 page script. And this is way before The Walking Dead. We're not talking about Walking Dead. This is pre, and it's going, it was about, you know, us glow girls wrestling, we get out, we get in our bus, 
we're busing someplace and we get stuck in the middle of nowhere. And you know how it goes from there. We go to this old town, zombies come out, attack us. So I would love to get that produced someday. And uh, I think that would be amazing if we could do that. Who cares if it's, you know, it's, it's a little B movie, but that's lovely things that I like to do. So again, there's the creative part of, of me. So movies, you know, some people and, and writing and I'm working on the autobiography. I've been working on it for a while. The COVID turned with my publisher, everything kind of went slower. Well, we're only going to take these four for the year. And I'm like, I can't wait for the publishing. So I'm just going to probably do it myself, um, yeah. self-publish. It's a lot easier, a lot quicker. Excellent. So that excellent. Looks, yep. And yeah, do, so do, we can do look, you have any, is anything else that you would like to plug, let anyone know, if, if anyone wants to find you somewhere on the internet? Yeah, of course. Please. i got a couple of things, and we have a couple of minutes. So uh, I'm in Nashville right now in the NWA. I, I work with Billy Corgan here and there, not often, but we're good friends. And he's got a, um, a show, three shows that I'm going to attend this week. And then when I go to California, I'm going to wrestle, not wrestle, but I've got a meet and greet with the wrestling guy. That's September 10th. So anybody in Los Angeles, September 10th uh, at 11 a.m. That's in Huntington Park, California. I was also invited to Heroes and Legends. Heroes and Legends is in Indiana, and that's the end of October. And then, wow, David McLean's show. Wow is going to be taping again in September, so I'm going to attend one of his shows. And then we go to December, and December will be the uh, Los Angeles Comic-Con, which I've been doing for several years. And then... If you guys are interested in any of, you know, finding me, there's Twitter. Um, my Twitter is Glow Hollywood. And if you're an Instagram person, it's official Glow Hollywood. And if you love soap, hollywoodbotanica.com. And you spell that with a K, by the way. So lots of, you have to create. Uh, if I couldn't create, oh boy, I think it would be pretty boring. But I'm not I, I'm not ready to give up anything of what I do right now. As you can see, I stay active as much as I can. Very cool, Hollywood. And everyone, when this goes out on YouTube, down in the description, every single link of everything that Hollywood has mentioned will be on our description for this you video. You are so awesome. I am very awesome, Hollywood. And we're getting to right at the end <laughs> of this interview right here where I have my final segment. It's oh yeah, the, I think it's 12. Quick five questions, five seconds to answer each question. I think oh, you can no. do it. I know you can do it. Hollywood, first question. Who is okay. your favorite wrestler of all time? Mm, Andre the Giant. Excellent choice. Who was your favorite opponent over the years? Well, that would be Sally the Farmer's daughter. I thought so. Do you have a favorite match that you performed in over your time in your in the business? Yes, it's the Gestapo match. It was Vine and I uh, with Mountain uh, against Mountain Fiji and Americana with uh, Matilda the Hind. That's a great match. Excellent. Getting away from wrestling now, do you have a favorite <laughs> book? Oh, oh, well, I love um, The Doors. A, any book by The Doors is good. Very I'm a Doors cool. Fan. Excellent. Uh, favorite TV show? Mmm. Favorite TV. If we go all the way back, I have to do I Love Lucy's. Those were great. <laughs> very, <laughs> very cool. Halfway or Breaking through Bad. Now. Or, or Breaking oh, Bad. You've got to go with Breaking Love. Bad. Come on. Come breaking on. Breaking Bad is just <laughs> tremendous. Uh, getting halfway through now. Favorite film. 
Bonnie and Clyde. Excellent. It's an old one. I like I like old movies. Very cool. They are mostly usually the best. Uh, favorite musical yes. artist or band? Could it possibly be on your shirt? <laughs> and Van Halen. Kiss or Van Halen. Sure. Excellent. Excellent. That's why Hollywood is my kind of gal. Uh, moving yeah, away right. from the arts now, favorite food? Oh, yum. Mm, I like spaghetti and meatballs a lot. Very cool. And continuing on with food, favorite place to eat on the road? Oh, God, there's no places to eat on the road. Uh, I like Panera. Panera's got salad, so Panera's good. I don't know if you have those there, but Panera. We, we don't have anything nope. here. We don't have anything. Oh. I'll text it to you. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. Three to go. I don't, I believe you're not uh, a drinker, but if you have a favorite beverage in general, or if you do drink, favorite alcoholic beverage. Um, if I'm going to be at a steak restaurant, it has to be a good one. I love a dirty martini with uh, blue cheese olives. Thank you very much. Very classy. The second last one here, Hollywood. It's favorite male body part or attribute. You see a good looking guy. Where will Hollywood's eyes go to first? Ooh, face first. A face. Eyes, face. Fantastic answer. And the last very one. Very visual. Hollywood. I'm very visual here. <laughs> then the That's rest good. Of course, if it's good here, then usually it's good everywhere. Hey, gee, uh, I was just, you got, I was just going to say that. <laughs> uh, and the last yes. one here, Hollywood, I don't believe you said one curse word on this show, but what is your favorite curse word? The F word, of course. <laughs> the F word. That's the number one. If this were family feud, that was, that would be the number one answer on this show. There you I'm go. Like, I'm like 137 episodes deep. So like everyone says the F word. Hollywood, thank you so much for your time here today. This has been so much fun. We're going to reconvene at some point in the future. I'd love to talk more uh, with you about your wonderful life, all the stuff that you have accomplished. You've accomplished so much. You deserve to be so proud of what you've accomplished on uh, this planet. My gorgeous, gorgeous friend. I cannot wait to come back. I have part two for you. I have lots to talk to you about. Thank you kindly for your time. Thank you for inviting me. And thank you to all the fans that are out there. Have a blessed day, everybody. Thank you, Hollywood. And thank you all out there for joining <laughs> us for the Insider's Edge podcast. I'm California. This is my home girl, Hollywood. And we will see you down the road. Thank you. <laughs>